Hello beautiful soul and welcome to Manifest With Me, Rebecca G. I'm your manifestation, meditation and mindset coach who blends equal measures of soul, strategy and a little sprinkle of science on the side. Consider me your modern day pink witch with my spiritual toolbox packed full of ideas to energize and inspire you and to put the action into the law of attraction. Let this podcast be your weekly fix because, my beautiful soul, it is time to turn your vision board into a reality. Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to today's podcast. I'm super excited to bring this episode to you because I've wanted to talk about this for a long time. I've spoken about it on lots of other people's podcasts. Now I I have my own mic. I need to tell the story about the manifesting £11,000 in a day. This was freaking magical. So if you're someone who's new to manifesting or you're even new to this podcast and you're thinking, does this manifestation shizzle really work? I'm here to show you that if you're ready to take action, if you're ready to go from feeling meh, if you're ready to get out of this place of feeling overwhelmed and stuck and angry and pissed off, if you're in that place, you can lead a soul-led abundant life and you can manifest with so much ease. You really can and so much fun as well. Now I've manifested so many things over my life, my beautiful husband, my home, and they are all great stories to tell. And I'm going to share those with you today. But I've also manifested lots of small things as well, like parking spaces. Every time I get my nails done, there's always that perfect parking spot outside their shop. And they always laugh at me because I visualize it before I go. And I learned that from reading the book, The Secret, but lots of other little things that come up in my life as well. Like if I've got a completely clear diary in my clinic, for example, then I'll look at that and go, right. I literally in my head do little like asterisks like I used to have a written diary but now like I just do it in my brain I'm like right that's that block's gonna go 10 o'clock slot's gonna go like I'm gonna be booked right out till I have to pick Harley up from nursery and it always works like if you're someone who's running a business then do that method especially with a written diary I just used to do these little star asterisks like where all my appointments were gonna come and then just used to visualize it filling up with not just filling up with customers, really good customers, like long-term, beautiful customers that would be like, you know, long-term, become your bezies as well, which is really nice. So I began practicing my method of manifesting probably, oh God, 20 years ago. And it really does involve looking after yourself first, which I've talked a lot about on here around self-care. But I want to get start getting into the nitty-gritty of actual manifesting, because one of the best things I manifested, one of the I guess one of the biggest like lightning bolts that hit me was manifesting £11,000 in a day. So let me tell you about how this happened. So my husband and I got together. I definitely manifested him. I think I've talked about that already on a, I did a full, oh no, it was on TikTok. I did that. I did a list on the full moon and I'll do an episode on the moon as well, because that's really interesting about how to manifest on the moon and not actually on the moon, but you know, or when, the, when it falls on a full moon or a new moon. Anyway, I'm digressing again. So I manifested this beautiful house. So we were house hunting. If you've ever bought a house with your partner, you'll know it wasn't stressful. Actually, we really enjoyed going around and looking at people's houses. But then towards like the time when we had to move out of our rented place that we had together, I was like, this is actually now getting stressful because the time was getting closer and closer and closer to when we had to to either rent somewhere else or buy. And we really wanted to buy. We were getting married in the September. Now, this was like February, March time we were looking at properties. So we spent ages, like every house we went to, there was always something that wasn't right with it. And then we started you know, we sort of sat down and said, look, we're going to have to compromise both of us. Like you want some, a big garden and, you know, Kevin want a garage for, you know, his car and everything. And there was all these little things that we had on our list that we wanted. Now I'm a person that believes that the perfect house is out there for everybody. Like I believe that. And I know that to be true about 
partners as well. And I knew with the house, I just had to stand my ground and be and stay strong. So we went to see this particular house and it had this really cool outhouse because I wanted to have the retreat there and I wanted to do my meditation classes and my moon circles and women's events. And my big dream is to actually to teach kids meditation after school as well. So I had all these visions and Kev was like, look, this house isn't really what we want, but we can do it up. We can flip it in a couple of years. Now, when I say it needed doing up, it had like avocado bathroom, like Betty definitely was living there before us. Like, man, that decor, I don't think it had ever been decor since like the day it was built. It was so old and so decrepit. And I was like, you know, good parking for my clinic and things. But I thought, oh, you know, when you just like, your gut is saying and screaming no, but your husband's going, but we can make money and we'll buy our big dream house. So I kind of went on that like thread and I was like, okay, let's just go for it. And every house we went to, I always said to my husband, if there's a white feather, it's our sign. Like, definitely meant for us so we'd go to all these houses and i'm like there isn't a white feather here kev's like we can't freaking buy a house based on whether you see a white feather or not this is ridiculous and he's you know he's very like i'd say understanding he's not as spiritual as i am he does believe in law of attraction and he meditates and all that sort of stuff but he isn't like as spiritual and woo woo as me so the white feather thing he was like babe this is this is ridiculous we're we're not going to be looking for white feathers so I part the white feather thing and I was like, okay, maybe he's right. So we put an offering on this house. Now, previous to this, I had drawn up exactly the sort of house I want. And I encourage you to do this. If you're someone who is quite visual like me, I needed to see like a picture of what my house would look like. So I sent it off to lots of different estate agents. I photocopied it and I wrote a letter with it and said, look, this is my dream. This is my vision. If a house ever comes up like this, then contact me. This is my number. I've had the same number since I was 17. I'm not planning on changing it parked it, forgot about it. This is a big thing with the universe, isn't it? Like asking for what you want and then letting go. Had definitely let go of this because I forgot about it. Hadn't seen any houses like this on the market. Then there was this local office where we live and they called me up and said, are you still looking for a house? And I was like, well, weirdly, we hadn't looked at any houses with them. And I said, oh, actually, we've just put an offer in on a house yesterday. And they're like, it's only because I was just clearing out my desk. Um, this girl was like changing desks or something because they were having a like a cleanup in the office. And I found your letter in my drawer that you sent us like a couple of years ago. And because I'd been looking for houses before I met Kevin, actually. So she was like, this is really weird. There's this house that keeps going on the market and then falling through and then another house sells. And it doesn't really get put on the internet because it's such a popular house that we just have people that we kind of call and, you know, sounds very selling sunset, doesn't it, this house? But it's not. Anyway, so she was like, come and look at this house today. You've got to come and see it. Like, it's literally the the drawing that you've given us. And I was like, this is so weird. So came to the house and the previous owner who had moved out, him and his wife were getting divorced. They both since met other people and he was going off traveling and was desperate to sell the house. So we got here and I phoned Kevin. He was working in London. I was like, you need to come back a day early. I don't know what it is about this house. I've got this vibe. We've got to go see it. And he's like, what's it on for? And I'm like, way out of our price point. But I don't know why everything is saying to me, you know, we've got to get this house. And he was like, okay I'll come up from London early so he came up from London he met me at the house he got there a little bit after me I was chatting to the guy that you know who who owned the house wasn't living it anymore and he was like oh excuse it it's like we haven't dusted there's loads of cobwebs in there like we haven't really been back to look after it we're so sick of it we just want to get rid of it like it was like they just stopped taking care of the house and stopped caring about it 
The minute I pulled into the drive, I got this rush of excitement. And if you ever go and look at a house, my husband taught me this because I'm terrible at like my emotions. Like you see everything on my face. So we go and see a house. I'm like, oh my God, this is it. I freaking love this house. And my husband's like, you need to play it cool. Like you do not do that ever again. He's like, don't ever show the estate agent that you want the house. I was like, oh, why not? He's like, because you need to bat them down. Like, I was like, okay. So I learned a lot in that in that zone of time. Anyway, so this house, I was like, you know, playing it, playing it really freaking cool. Turned up to the owner, like, yeah, you know, put an offer on another house. And I probably was being about that because I was also feeling a little bit of guilt about this other old lady whose house we put a freaking offer in. And yeah, so we were just, I was sat on the doorstep, stood on the doorstep waiting for my husband to arrive. And the minute he arrived, Kevin's eyes were like wide open, like as if to say, oh my God, this is the house. And I thought, I was looking back at him and then he was sort of looking at me, nodding and looking at the floor. And this, I'm like, what is he doing? This guy's like trying to have a conversation with me. And as I looked down, there was a white feather on our doorstep. And I can't tell you how many white feathers we see at this house now. It's so beautiful. Every time we see one, we always go like, oh, it's my little sign that this is the right house. And I was like, oh my God, we hadn't even been in the house yet. So the guy was like, listen, do you want me to just let you in? The estate agent's really late. We were like, tw- they were like 20 minutes late. And we were like, do you mind? Anyway, he said, I'll come around the side because I haven't got a front door key anymore um, for whatever reason I gave it to the estate agent, but I've got a back door key. So we went around the back. And so I didn't get to see inside the house. The first thing I saw was his this field at the back. And I was like, is that part of the house? And he was like, yeah, we don't really say on the description about the field because it puts so many people off buying the house. And it's got like all these horse stables there. And I was like, oh, oh my God. And I just literally went into like Rebecca mode of like, this is perfect. Like I could have the retreat here. And I could totally have like all the glamping at the top or like the accommodation and just went off on one. And the guy was like, have you got kids? And I was like, no, but we want to start a family. He was like, oh, I'd love it to go to you. I would love you guys to have it. And I was like, what, what's it on for? And he gave us the price. And I was like, oh mate, we're getting married in like September. That's in like four or five months time. I was like, we that would just break us. I was like, I can't do that. And he's like, right, well, make me an offer. I can't refuse. Come back to me within the next 24 hours because I want this house gone. We'd gone inside, had a look around. I said to Kevin, this is our home. It was the smallest kitchen we'd ever looked at in any of the houses. It was like the smallest lounge, but there was something about this house that had an energy. And Kev's like, we can extend the kitchen. We can extend the lounge. Like, look, this is the, your dream. Like, this is what we can have. And I was like, oh no, you'd have to tell me. I'm, I'm in, I'm sold. So went home, had a chat, put an offer in way under, like 200k under what he was asking. And I was like, fuck it, let's just, let's just put that amount in. And the guy was like, yep, it's yours. (laughs) So we were like, wow, this really is meant for us. And then Kev went to work, went back up to London, phoned me on the train. He was like, we have not factored in the stamp duty. I was like, oh my God, I've rinsed my account with the wedding. And you know, we've put loads of money by to buy the house as well. And I was like, you know, deposit and everything. I was like, oh shoot, what are we going to do? And he's like, right, we either cancel the wedding or we pull back on the house. We physically can't, we don't have the funds and we can't borrow. I was like, right, uh, okay, where am I going to get this from? How much do we need? And he's like, we need 11,000 pounds. I was like, shit, 11K, 11K, could borrow it from the bank, get a credit card, you know, you get all these things in your head and Kev's like, we're not going to get into stupid amount of debt before we get married, we're not going to start our marriage off on in debt, I was like, because we've just basically finished clearing all our debts, both of us, I was like, okay, um, when I sat in my garden, my mum was working on my reception in the clinic at the time and I was crying my eyes out, she came out and she was like, sometimes you need this from your mum, don't you, she was like, 
you know, it was a, I call it a spiritual slap around the face. And she didn't actually slap me around the face, but this is exactly what I needed to hear. She was like, you teach this stuff. You teach this to other people. And you teach that if everything's meant for you, it won't go by you. And, you know, things come into your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. And maybe this is coming to your life for a reason. Maybe it's a season. Maybe this house is for you for a lifetime. Who knows? And I was like, all right, mum, listening to all the things I taught her. And um, so I just sat there and I just released. I was like, do you know what, universe, if this is meant to be, then it will freaking be. And I sat there in that beautiful sunny day looking into my garden. This was at my old house where I lived. And I just thought, universe, you've got to help me out here. Never have I spoken to the sky like this before, but I really need your freaking help. And I really want this house. I know I can make it a success. And I promise I'll be really good and I'll eat really healthy food and I'll go to the gym all this week and I'll like I'll be really kind to everybody. Like I won't be angry in my car. I'll drive really slow. <laughs> promising the universe all these things that I would do like being a good girl and my mum came out and she was like oh my god I've just checked your account and I went mum I've checked on my savings accounts so there's like 500 quid in there or something I've rinsed it from the wedding she was like no have you not seen all your emails you've been getting this week from premium bonds and if you don't live in the UK premium bonds is a bit like a lottery and you put money in it and they draw numbers and you can win a bit like a lottery and I've had it since I was a little girl and my granddad pays into it every birthday. He always puts 50 quid in there for me, bless him. And anyway, my mum was like, you won £11,000 like a week ago. I was like, what the actual? She was like, yeah, you won 11 k like a week ago. I was like, what? I was like, thank God I didn't see it. I'd be like, woohoo, let's get more flowers. Like, let's like extend my, you know, my wedding dress, put some jewels on it or something. I don't know, you know, get a big rock on my finger. No, I'm joking. But I definitely would have spunked a little bit of that 11K. So I wasn't meant to see it. And when I saw all those emails coming, I was like, oh, go away. You're like annoying. You're probably trying to get me to buy more premium bonds. Like, I just didn't even read them. I kept, I was like, why are they sending me so much? I remember that week thinking, God, they've up their emails bugger off and just was like deleting them and not even reading them so my my message here is you're not always going to manifest 11 grand in a day but when it's meant to happen for you when the planets are aligning when the universe aligns when it's god or light or spirit or whoever you freaking believe in whatever is meant for you will not go by you if you're going for a house and it falls through it's for a reason there's a better house out there if you're just broken up with someone and it's the love of your life it ain't the love of your life i'm telling you now it is not the love of your life i've had many guys where i thought it was the love of my life and then i met my beautiful kevin and i definitely manifested him as well so everything happens for a reason and people come into your life for a reason things happen for a reason a season or a lifetime i'm such a huge believer of that but just to consider at the moment what your dreams are, what your desires are, you know, what would open your life up in a brand new way if you were to start dreaming and believing as well? Because tell me, I want to know, I want to know, I want to know what your dreams are, what your dreams are, no matter how big or how small. I read your messages daily. I read your emails. I read your Instagram messages. and I always come back to you. So don't be shy. Get those fingers typing and let me know. I want to know what's going on inside your magical minds at the moment, what you're trying to bring in and what you're trying to manifest. And I want you to know from one woman to the next that whatever you're striving for, whatever is in your heart and your mind is there for a reason. And if you want to manifest something, you absolutely freaking can. So thank you so much for listening today. And if you've enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to leave me a review, a five-star review, babe. Yeah, get those fingers working and tell me why you love the potty. And it really helps to get it out there for the rest of the universe to hear as well. Have a fantastic day, beautiful. And I'll speak to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm sending you a huge virtual squishy hug. And I hope today's episode has helped giving you some inspiration, energy, and a light bulb moment. 
So do share your light bulbs or any takeaways you've had on your socials and tag me in as I absolutely love to hear from you. So if you love to share, you are going to love my giveaway. Every month I'm running a new competition to win a large moon box packed full of crystals, candles, affirmation cards, incense, my love yourself to the moon and back journal and a real surprise of spiritual treats that change every month. So listen up if you want to win and get your hands on this because all you have to do is number one, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Number two, tag me on your socials with either a post, video or story of your top takeaway of that specific episode. Be sure to tag me in as at Rebecca Wellstead Green so that I see it and you'll be entered into my free prize draw. So from my heart to yours, lots of love to the moon and back. Have a fabulous week, beautiful, and I can't wait to spend time with you again next week. Mwah!